and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Nineteenth of February, twenty seventeen. This is the Arometa Show, broadcasting from Manchester, from Mississippi, from uh, wherever you happen to be. Welcome, thank, thank you very much for checking out the show. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Arometa Show. If you want to find us on uh, Twitter, it's twitter.com forward slash Arometa Show. YouTube, we're back with Let's Plays. It's youtube.com forward slash Arometa Show as well. Find us on on uh, Player FM, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay. We're all in all sorts of places joining me on the show is Ajaya Josh and from the old school lane podcast Patricia guys how are you doing I'm doing good very good I'm, I'm doing good how are you doing very well and uh, Patricia how are you getting on yep I'm doing okay that's brilliant well um, I can't say we're short of stories today including ones that won't even stop breaking so uh, we're definitely gonna have to uh, talk about everything in this uh, a lot of stuff with Donald Trump uh, a lot of stuff with Disney severing ties with PewDiePie, um, the Pope telling young people to stop uh, texting uh, during meal times, uh, Claudia with the chance of meatballs. What's going on with that? And uh, also uh, Robert Mugabe, um, Saudi Arabia, um, Star Wars was hated character coming back. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people we're going to hate on this show. I think so. Uh, that's going to be something to uh, talk about. Um, so uh, let's get Smash Brothers out of here and uh, yeah, let's uh, get on with uh, the show. So uh, anyway, you're going to hear that uh, there's uh, an echo in the background, so you're going to have to forgive me if uh, we're still trying to figure out what's causing that and uh, how on earth we get rid of it. So uh, just bear with us for the meantime. Uh, we'll, uh, some, we'll do some more uh, production hopefully uh, within the next time and uh, we'll see what's causing it. So uh, um, guys, shall we start with Donald Trump? Yeah. Okay, then so... Well, yeah, I mean, this, um, I mean, is being denied, let's just say that from the get-go, because uh, this was something that broke uh, as a leak, and then all of a sudden now it's uh, um, being denied by the uh, Trump administration, but, uh, I mean, it makes me wonder, if this didn't get out to begin with, uh, would they have uh, would they have done something about it? It makes me wonder, so let me just tell everybody what it is. Um, the Trump administration has uh, considered deploying uh, 100,000 troops to uh, round up illegal immigrants. This is a memo uh, that was uh, got, that went around. It uh, got leaked out, and uh, but to me, this was something that was leaked by the Associated Press. Um, the White House has now denied this is going to be a thing. But uh, I mean, knowing who Donald Trump is and knowing what he's recently been about, including his whole rhetoric that uh, went through his election campaign, does anyone think that you wouldn't put this past Donald Trump to do something like this? Hmm, well, I don't have much experience in the military, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know for sure. But, like, maybe, like, that's the thing, you know, Trump is hiring a lot of people that are inexperienced, and what if, uh, what if sending 100,000 troops means drafting 100,000 people? Hmm. Without without their knowledge or without their consent, well, I, mean, I, mean, I think that's that's happened. 
I mean, it does happen. I mean, I, I don't know about uh, the National Guard. I'll be totally straight with everybody here that uh, the National Guard is something I'm not too fully familiar with. But uh, I am aware that there are quite a lot of people who are uh, currently employed with the National Guard, currently recruited by the National Guard. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that the, what they are proposing here wouldn't be wouldn't be doable. So I don't know. It's like uh, anyone else um, got anything to say about it, really? I think, I think it's pushing it, pushing that they're willing it. to have 100,000 people to find illegal immigrants and deplore them. It's really pushing it. Really pushing it. Mm. Um, Do they really need uh, 100,000 troops? Well, well, how, how many uh, undocumented immigrants are currently in uh, the... Um, they think they need a wall. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's just I think they uh, I don't know it's just I think it's just a little bit ridiculous right there yeah I mean in regards to the wall I mean if, if, if the United States wants to uh, you know, build a giant wall along its border it's like it's it's, it's, it's border so you know uh, I wouldn't you know I, I think it's a ridiculous proposal in uh, in, in terms you know because you got like a thousand miles worth of wall in order to uh, cover the from one side of the uh, from the Pacific over to the uh, uh, to the Atlantic, so you know it's uh, that that the idea of this wall sounds preposterous, especially with all the uh, from from a technical aspect. But uh, I mean that I wouldn't say offends me that much, really. That uh, they want to you know do something like this. My biggest uh, concern about it is that uh, the United States of America shielding itself off from the world. I think is uh, the, the biggest concern for myself, and uh, we've seen it with uh, uh, what they've done with uh, immigration recently, with this uh, ban on the seven countries and uh, things like that. So I think, uh, especially when uh, you have a situation where immigration uh, could, uh, sorry, this um, anyone wondering why I'm kind of like uh, pacing, I'm, it's this uh, echo that's currently going on that we're trying to get rid of, but. Um, Thinking about what um, what the United States of America needs to do, really, I think it needs to take a look at its immigration approach and uh, say to itself, you know, look, we're going to need immigration. That's you know, that's going to be a thing. You know, there's going to be jobs that uh, people are going to need to do, which uh, there's some people in America can't do and can't fill those positions. So, but uh, at the same time, you know, you can't take the um, you can't take the extreme approach of just cutting everyone off from the world because it's uh, it's going to backfire. Oh well, yeah, and I. I believe that uh, what I learned, you know, at work at one point is that it's, it, you know, that wall is going to take. If they ever decide to build that wall, it's going to take three and a half years to build. Yeah. Like, three and three and a half years. So like, it's going to take like three and a half years to, uh, what they claim, stop immigrants from entering the U.S. And uh, the wall doesn't seem like it's going to. No, oh, nice music. Uh, <laughs> That's Windows like the 10. Wall is <laughs> uh, I don't think the wall is going to be even going to even be big enough to stop one person from entering. Mm. I don't know. It's just it's uh, it, for me. It's uh, actually on top of that, you know, with this wall that we keep that we keep hearing about. It's like you know, have they ever considered the that people can actually dig under the wall and jump over the wall, or you know, climb over the wall or whatever? It's like you know, it's like at the end of the day, it's just a physical object that uh, you can either get over. You know, it's just it's. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, and and what if and like, what what about when Trump doesn't become president anymore? What if some like when someone else becomes president, they're gonna tear down that wall? Well, that's a great point. But let's just talk about that. Where would uh, would the wall even be completed under the Trump presidency? It's like you know who who knows you know the uh, next person comes in in four or eight years. It's uh, do you know do they say well yeah we've got this half built wall but we're not gonna continue building it anymore. It's just gonna be this half built wall that uh, is gonna just stay there. For uh, you know, just as a uh, as one of America's failed projects, you know. It's yeah. It's probably it's just probably not gonna stay there forever. You know. It's always uh, and what do you think of Gia? Like, what do you think that's like? Do you have the same opinion? I think, I mean, in my personal opinion, opinion that, that the wall is definitely not going to be staying very long. I mean, we're, as we've seen in history, like. The Great Berlin Wall, it 
you know, for very long until, well, I mean, it stayed for like 40 years, but then eventually it was taken down. And then with the Great Wall of China that was supposed to keep away the Mongolians, they were able to find a way to, you know, approach the wall. Now they're walking on top of the wall. They're just walking on top of it and taking pictures right there. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if someone took a selfie like on top of it. It's like, you know, and posted it on Facebook first just to embarrass everybody. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. just say, you know, hey, look, you know, we're, here we are on top of it. And uh, so I, I can see that happen. Yeah. But anyway, this is not the only thing that's um, come up with Donald Trump recently. Has everyone heard about the Sweden incident? The Sweden what? The Sweden incident. Oh, yeah. You mean how Donald Trump talked about... I think I've heard something about it. You know, how many times are we going to be both all sat here talking about things that uh, Trump have said that have never happened? It's like, you know, like we had the Bowling Green Massacre last week. Now we have this Sweden incident of a terror attack apparently that never happened. You know, he's, he keeps saying that the, you know, he keeps blaming the media for what goes on. He's saying, look, the leaks are true, but the way the media portrays it is all fake. Like, uh, it's so I was kind of I just didn't get what he meant at first but then he said like uh, it's just the media is just acting full of hate well I mean they're gonna they're gonna have a reason to be angry though aren't, aren't they like the whole media they're gonna you know well the, me- the media's got uh, a lot of reasons to uh, you know obviously be, be angry but uh, I mean uh, at the same time they got they're journalists they're professionals I mean you know everyone here on this show I mean we, we do this because we like to do this we know it's an opinion show we, we're not necessarily let me say if we say this if you're coming to the Aaron message show to uh, to get your news it's like you know it's like we're in, look, we're just we're just a bunch of friends who like to do a show and like you know do you know put our opinions up and uh, if you want to agree with us then great if you want to disagree with us then you know great you know I, I, that's what i always like about you know we've been doing talk radio for all these years but uh, at the end of the day you know these journalists so uh, while you know it's a it's, it's a human reaction to get angry about stuff at the same time you're doing uh this is a profession you know where uh, you need to uh, so in some ways remain unbiased and unfazed and uh, from uh, things that have gone on, and um, you need—you basically just need to do your job and tell us things that uh, we need to know. You know, like uh, you know, I remember seeing uh, an, an infographic on uh, Facebook where they talk about it's like you know, oh, it's easier just to talk about um, you know uh, celebrities having you know twins and things like that. But you know, it's uh, why why are we not talking about you know the thousands of drone strikes that apparently that have taken place over since 2014 that uh, the media just doesn't talk about. And I don't really like you know I don't trust the news as much as I used to because I know they would you know edit or manipulate a lot of things so and i think like talking right here it's just i mean this isn't a news report but this is not what we're doing right now it's not fake yeah well, so we're being honest it's like you know we, we, we are yeah. talking about giving our opinions about things you know it's uh you know I don't know what everyone else really wants, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, because I, I get, you know, I get posts on my Facebook page saying like, oh yeah, you're just, you know, uh, this is stop reporting fake news, stop saying this, stop saying that, and it's like, well, you know, if you don't like us, then stop listening to us. <laughs> just, yeah, like, the thing is, they're doing what they're paid to do. We're just having fun. Oh, well, not necessarily having. I mean, we're just having an honest discussion about, you know, how we feel about things. It's like, uh, right, exactly. I get a bit, I get a bit annoyed, it's like, you know, um, I know there is not much trust for mainstream media right now. And, uh, you know, it's great that, uh, you know, people are going out online to uh, go find, you know, alternative opinions about things. And, you know, that, that's great. But, you know, your stopgap doesn't stop with us. You know, go out and listen to various other people. Listen to, uh, you know, people like Dave Rubin. Say, listen to people like Cal Kowinski. Listen to people like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, from the left and from the right who give their opinions about things. And sum up in a bit, you know, and, and build yourself off that. You know, it's like... Uh, it's um that's that's what i would say out to people it's like you know i'm glad that i'm one of the voices that people like to listen to but you know there's a whole whole internet out there that of people that have all sorts of uh, interesting opinions about things you know go go out there and uh, listen yeah, and to those as well about everybody having opinions is that everybody is different and i even read um a tweet 
I, I think I may have mentioned this last week or sometime in one of my uh, live streams or podcasts that, you know, you have all these journalists who go to school and they spend like who knows how much money they do in college and they're in student debt and they're now being overtaken by YouTubers who pretty much never went to school for this kind of stuff and, and you know, they just are able to see as much news because they're able to get that much sources from all sorts all of, sorts um, of um, you know, news reports and, and articles online or on TV. Um, anyway, guys, so we managed to sort the echo out, so uh, you're not going to be hearing this for the rest of the show, so uh, don't worry about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just my, my, my ending point is on all this is that, uh, you know, go out and find different news. I like, can go out and find different opinions on, on the different things, whether it's, you know, from liberals and whether it's from conservatives or whether it's from, uh, you know, try and find people that you trust. And, uh, you know, come back to us, you know, every time you want to like, have a bit of a laugh or, uh, you know, you want to, uh, you know, enjoy yourself for a couple of minutes. So, uh, yeah, that's my that's my ending point on that. Exactly. And and remember and don't re- don't even read in what what other people online have been saying about, like, journalism is dead. Like, you know, look at us. It's like, you know, look at the way the Internet has been. It's like we are, you know, the Internet now has expanded journalism. And, uh, you know, there is some stuff, there's uh, stuff out there you agree with and some stuff out there you disagree with, but uh, at the end of the day, it's out there, and so, you know, go go listen to it, so, uh, and if there's something on online that, you know, something out there online is that, uh, you know, we disagree with and uh, we call them out on it, then, you know, hey, it's, uh, that's free speech and that's democracy and that's, uh, you know, uh, what's our, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, put their lives down for, for, so it's like, you know, we should, uh, we should take it for what it's worth, and so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's move away from this. Um, let's talk about PewDiePie and uh, oh, I would. Joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this story. I mean, this is. I think this is just a clear-cut example of why you should be really careful with internet celebrities. Because, like, I'm really surprised. You know, Disney didn't take a look at the whole Fred fiasco and or take a look at uh, some of the other. Uh, internet celebs that have, uh, you know, basically gone into the, the mainstream media machine and then been spat out straight straight away. It's like, you know, you know, everyone said that Tay Zonde was supposed to be the kind of this big, you know, big thing in uh, in mainstream, and now he was doing, uh, like, a Facebook Live for, like, 40 people. It's like, you know, it's, uh, the, you know, I think, I don't think executives really, um, I, I don't think they really get what potentially they could end up with, uh, whether it'll end up either being a dud or it'll end up being something really controversial, like we're about to talk to about talk to about now. And so um, there's this website called Fiverr, and so PewDiePie got the idea to do a um, a stunt with Fiverr, where he got I think it was uh, I think it was like an Indian person to basically hold up a sign saying "Death to all Jews." And he was shocked to find out that that uh, actually happened. So uh, there it is. Oh. Oh, wow! No. In other news, if you put your hand on fire, it's going to burn you. Here's the thing about this, and I, I got to be honest with you, I'm really surprised that he was shocked that that was happened. Yeah, didn't he like pay the guy to do it? Yeah, that's what Fiverr is about. You pay someone amount a number, of, you know, a bit, a bit amount of money, and they'll do whatever you want for them. And uh, so his argument for it was that uh, he was trying to figure out how you know how stupid the website is. You can get people to kind of do to do any stupid stunts. And uh, so, but my feeling towards it is, is that well, yeah, no, no wonder that you know he was able to get somebody to do that because there's parts of the world who probably don't really understand uh, what Jews have been through in Europe. And uh, you know what's uh, what Jews go through in in you know I probably don't even know what anti-Semitism actually is. You know the world's a big place, so it's just so you know this, this stunt was probably a very stupid stunt. I mean, I, I somewhat I don't know if I want to blame the website for you know providing a service like this because it's uh, I mean. In a way, it's kind of like, you know, you can see anti-Semitic stuff on YouTube, and you can see all sorts of uh, horrendous things on the internet. You know, like, Fiverr didn't start all of this. It's like, you know, people create this crap. But, um, you know, like, the fact that they, you know, they were able to uh, allow, you know, PewDiePie to create this stunt, and the fact that PewDiePie came up with this stunt to begin with, it's, uh, you know, I think Disney had no choice 
I think even with with the situation where you know that you know rumors about uh, uh, of Walt Disney's you know anti-Semitism and things like that. I'm not saying that he was, you know, it's like it's uh, you know it's uh, these things, you know, this negativity that goes around Walt Disney is easy to kind of uh, to to pin on him and. Uh, is just um, you know I don't think they have much of a choice really I think once this news got out and one you know this is the Wall Street Journal that's reporting this it's like you know when mainstream media is going after this guy and you know he's on the internet and they already have kind of a a bit of a rubbish reputation to begin with internet celebrities they didn't really have much of a choice to do anything I think they had to get rid of him yeah because if not it'll make them look bad hmm. really really bad yeah yeah. It's you know I think that's just uh, it's just the right thing to do. It's the best thing to do. Yeah. I think well I don't know. It's like for I'm someone who's like you know I I totally believe in freedom of speech and uh, you know it's like uh, you know I'm I'm full freedom of speech and things like that. But uh, you know at the end of the day, freedom of speech doesn't guarantee you that you know you're going to keep your job, you're going to keep your contract, you're going to keep uh, you know. All Here's the, the thing you know. about freedom of speech, though. You know, yes, it's a free country. You're allowed to say whatever you want, but it's, you know, freedom of speech is to prevent you from being persecuted for the words you say. Mm. Okay, people were persecuted just for not believing in God. Yeah, well, I remember one of my uh, colleagues from uh, back in my blog talk radio days uh, telling me that it was there to protect offensive speech. So it's like it's uh, there to uh, uh, protect uh, people from uh, being told that uh, it's basically to protect them from, uh, you know, censorship and, uh, you know, and persecution, like, you know, like you talked about as well. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, there are people out there who do say offensive things and, uh, you know, they all comes up under freedom under freedom of speech because you know if you want yeah. you if you ban it's particular it's offensive things who you know who knows the rest of the, the rest of offensive things we might you know a lot of people find offensive might follow you know is this whole problem that we're currently having with uh, college campuses with SG, with the social justice warriors and this regressive left that uh, you know the uh, that that's that, that's gone on and uh, harry talks and me talk about you know quite a lot of the time and uh, so yeah but uh, in this situation you know um, I do think that Disney, probably from a business perspective, probably did the right thing. So uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think they have much of a you know with Disney being a family company, and you've got a, one of your guys going around uh, paying people to, put, to hold up signs saying "Death to all Jews." You're not going to have much of a like to stand on, really. You know, in the in the eyes yeah. of the public. That's no yeah, that's no uh, genie in a that's no genie in a lamp here. That's just a yeah, it's just a little racist here. Yeah. A little anti-Semitic, and I think a that's what to teach. And when you've got people like Dwayne Johnson on the uh, on 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 the payroll, and you've got various other big backers, not to say that Disney isn't kind of a big backer itself from all the content it's generated over the years, but uh, I mean, what if uh, if the, if PewDiePie stayed and Dwayne Johnson walked, and uh, various other people said, well, you know, we're going to walk too, you know, because they don't want to be associated with that you know they they think that they would take that as uh, disney going in the wrong direction for them it's like you know and disney's not losing business because of it and they're already in you know in uh, they've always been in uh, various states of trouble over the years you know before you know the next renaissance before the two renaissance series they've had back in the 90s and back now it's like i don't think disney want to go back to that to those problems anymore i think and i think that's probably a knee-jerk reaction from uh, from knowing that you know there were times where you know they didn't know if they were going to be you know around in in, in five or ten years, so. Yeah, uh, hmm. I mean, if you guys are interested in checking out other people who have done some really bad things online, and they pretty much just crashed and burned, uh, check out Guru Larry's video on the rise and fall of three internet celebrities. Yeah, there's one in particular that had the potential of, you know, being like one of the top tier, you know, um, uh, video game critics. But, you know, due to something that he did, which involved with like, I think it was like some sort of domestic abuse. And, you know, because he was uh, house arrested and his career just pretty much, you know, was like gone. And now nobody even knows who, who he is. I mean, even 10 years ago, we had Fred. Fred was like the number one guy on YouTube where he did a whole bunch of these, you know, videos that everybody loved. And, you know, as time went on, he did a whole bunch of things and, 
let's be honest. I mean, he's not as relevant as he was anymore. And with PewDiePie, well, you know what like killed him, don't you? One. It was uh, when these when Nickelodeon decided, you know, uh, we we know Fred's already a little bit irritating now, but let's give everyone like an hour and twenty minutes of irritation. Yeah, and let's I, give I, him I, an entire movie. movie in which he did appear in. You know, that one episode where, you know, he guest starred. Then he had the three movies. And then he was given, you know, Marvin Marvin. And, oh, my God. Marvin Marvin. Marvin, Marvin oh, my God. I did not. I, I, I have to admit, I did not like that show. It was. Yeah, it's like it's like if the journey of Alan Strange was even stupider. <laughs> like, I mean, with him just acting like a complete moron. If anybody even remembers the journey of Alan Strange, then good for you, man. But anyway. I don't even know what it is. First time. Uh, the Journey of Alan Strange. I'm glad was a I don't show. know what it is. <laughs> well, anyway, um, the Journey of Alan Strange was a show from the late '90s, which was about an alien who landed on, who crashed and landed on Earth, and he disguised himself as an African American kid, and he is adopted into this white family, and he's trying to, you know, um, settle himself and trying to find his way to go back home. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to wonder what uh, we'd be more if I want to watch Alan Strange again or if I want to watch uh, you know Masked Rider trying to eat uh, you know a, 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 an orange box you know in the first episode if you remember that uh, don't mm. know if any of you ever watched Masked Rider but uh, yeah that's uh, those the Alan Strange I think didn't Alan Strange and Masked Rider come out in the kind of like the same same uh, same year I think I can't I can't remember off the I top think, of my head I but. think Alan Strange came out in like what ninety eight I think it came out. I think yeah, I, I think it did came out after Shelby Woo and around the time of Cousin Skeeter. Yeah. So I remember Cousin Skeeter. It was just that so. I think it was that era where you know ideas were really strained. I think at that time, I think well, you know yeah, they they come. Personal up... opinion: the late '90s were really terrible when it comes to live action shows. If your name wasn't Dan Schneider, Mike Tomlin, or Brian Robbins, your live action shows sucked. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, it, it, it could have been it could have been worse. Keenan and Kel and the Amanda Show. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's the only well, one that everybody right. remembers. Nobody remembers Journey of Alan Strange. Nobody remembers the Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Nobody remembers One Hundred Deeds for Eddie McDowd. Nobody remembers the live action version of Animorphs. Nobody, mm. and there's a reason why because they're dumb. But anyway, the the point I'm trying to get is is that Marvin Marvin is basically like Alan Strange except with Fred, in which you know you have. Marvin Marvin who's like the alien and he lands on earth and he's trying to do a whole bunch of things you know he's obsessed with a particular food and he does a whole bunch of weird noises and things and it's like really stupid and everybody yeah. knew it was really stupid but it was it sounded like the classic Fred kind of behavior and I don't you know he's probably just gonna be remembered as Fred that's yeah, th that's pretty much it. Pretty he will much. always be remembered as Fred. He'll be I mean, that, you know. He'll. People... I don't know if they'll ever do like. I don't know, like. Uh, I don't think Les will be, be like like an Internet Hall of Fame or anything like that. But uh, you know, uh, I think he'll just be that random Google search that people do, and he's like, really, that existed. It's like, yeah, you know, and, and the like, same thing will happen with PewDiePie. I mean, we're, I've even mentioned, you know, we, I think we even talked about this last week. That, well, I don't know, because I mean, you know, uh, PewDiePie, I mean, let's face it, he, he he was the, I mean, I don't know if he still is, I mean, I don't know if he ever closed down that YouTube channel or not, but, because, uh, you know, he said he'd, like, if he got, like, uh, I don't know, like, what was it, one million subscribers, not one million subscribers, like, if he got, like, like the highest subscribers ever, he, like, uh, he closed down his YouTube channel or something like that. I mean, if he still got that, you know, at the end of the day, they can't, really you can't really ignore him it's like you know he's uh he's still you know if he's still got that channel he's still there and in youtube's eyes he'll still be this you know this big deal it's like uh, you know so uh i don't know so uh it's well, funny because me i mean this is this has happened before i mean if you guys remember from a few years ago paula dean had admitted that she had said the n-word and some anti you know semitic um semitic jokes and her career, I mean, she, you know, I'm, I'm sure for a lot of people, maybe you don't know about, like, the Food Network and the Cooking Channel and stuff like that. But yeah. here's the thing. Back then, like, over 10 years ago, she was, like, the queen of Southern cooking shows. Like, oh, yeah. She was, like, on top of the world. She had her successful restaurant. She had a spinoff restaurant with her brother. Um, you know, Lady and Sons was like one of the biggest names in the, you know, in, in Georgia when it came to their restaurants. She had a really successful cooking show. She had, um, you know, her sons had a successful TV show. And then when she mentioned that in the interview that she used to say those things immediately, her career was 
done. Well, and this yeah. is this is the um, I'm really surprised because I mean, was this before or after Martha Stewart went to prison for tax fraud? I can't I can't I remember. Was after that was yeah, after. Yeah, and like Martha Stewart's still like on TV, isn't she? Or uh, I don't know, is she retired? I can't. I, I don't I remember. Even know. I don't even I know. I just want to point out, nobody's perfect. Okay, celebrities are not perfect. They're not gods. Uh, they're not. Yeah. No, I really hope not. not. Oh no, 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 absolutely not. But it's, it's Tom it's Cruise is strange enough in that Scientology religion. You know, let alone having to be a god or anything like that. So, uh, but, but it's the yeah. stupidest thing because you know a lot of people are saying that celebrities shouldn't say their personal opinions about politics. I even read this one picture, like a, a poster saying, like, "We pay you to entertain us. You are our playthings. Don't talk about politics." I don't know because uh, I mean again I'm 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 full freedom of speech. It's like you know if you want to say something you know it's like uh, you know whatever. But uh, that's uh, you know I, I defend you know I I may not agree with what people say, but I defend their right to say it. So I mean at the end of the day, uh, you know it's like you know let's say if you know you have this thing with uh, you know with celebrities saying oh you know we need to like uh, I don't know save the whales or uh, you know save cancer you know uh, sorry not save save cancer oh good grief uh, <laughs> you know we need to beat cancer or you know we need to to uh, do something that uh, involves, you know, which I could probably solve by, you know, putting a check into, uh, you know, uh, you know, for my next movie or something like that, and you know, nothing would happen. I think, yeah, I think celebrities who say that, you know, you need to, um, and, we, and we have this now now with uh, there's this thing we do called children in need, and now there's, you know, the celebrities who get involved to help, you know, raise money for, uh, you know, all these causes for children. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, when you're hearing about celebrities getting like tax breaks for you know do, doing certain things or like you know because there's like a a, a clause in like in, in, a, in a law or something like that that they don't have to pay a certain amount of money it's like uh, it's like the weight that celebrities now hold you know really falls flat because you know you, you sit there with uh, you know seeing all these children suffering or you know seeing poverty or whatever and you have a celebrity saying you know we should do something about it and it's like well you know open your checkbook because you know there's something that you could potentially do with all these millions possibly even billions of dollars that you've been earning over the years so you know that's 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 the backlash that people are getting from you know celebrities when they talk about you know oh we need to do this and we need to do that and it's like but these are problems that they could potentially have solved and on top of that it's like you know you had the uh, the heir of President Obama of these years supposedly it's like you know why didn't you do anything then and why now is it only uh, all right to uh, uh, start nattering on about uh, the problems of the United States when Donald Trump uh, you know just walks into office uh, you know for about a week. Ring. Oh my, that's my phone. I forgot, to, I forgot to put it on silent. Uh, maybe that's the ring to tell me that we need to move on to the next topic. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, this is um, this story is about the uh, about the about coming out of Vatican City. This is what Pope Francis is currently saying. He's been telling youngsters uh, on this on the, on the Friday to uh, get off their mobile phones during family meals, uh, wanting that uh, the death of face-to-face conversations can have dire consequences in society and result and resulting in wars. Um, I mean, look, you know, no, as far as I'm aware, I mean, none, every time I've been to a dinner, not everybody whips out their mobile phones, and if they do, it's because either they're done or it's because, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're waiting for something else, I don't know, it's like, uh, I've, I've seen people with mobile phones at restaurants and things like that, but, you know, no, as far as I'm aware, no, um, none of this has ever is, resulted in, like, armed conflict or anything oh, like that, yeah. so, uh, yeah, uh, just... Because uh, now, okay, first the children are telling their dads, please don't look at the newspaper while at the breakfast table or the dinner table. And now it's going around on the kids, you know, saying, put your phones away. It's dinner time, it's family time. Uh, it, it, so, for, like, first it's about putting the newspapers down. Now it's about putting your cell phones down. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's never going to end. <laughs> I think what it is is kind of like insulting to everybody at the table because it's kind of like saying that the inter- I mean the newspaper or like the phone is more entertaining than the people that they're eating dinner with. But why? You know, I mean, I know it's all the text stuff is pretty cool, but I mean, th- they just uh, it just gets old when you the more you look at it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, let me say, say this. I know I was making fun of the Pope before saying, like, you know, uh, it's not going to lead to new armed conflicts, you know, if you uh, use your uh, phone at the, at the table. But, let me, you know, um, for me, it's like uh, every time I go to the table to eat for, for dinner with my family, I always leave my phone upstairs. It's like, I don't need my phone. It's like, you know, all I need is uh, my knife and fork and uh, the Chinese uh, takeout that we got tonight. It's like, you know, I don't need anything else. It's like, you know, I'm sure I'm going to be fully entertained with all the people uh, around me and, uh, you know, my chicken and sweet corn soup. So, like, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 so in that respect, I sort of understand what the Pope is saying. It's like, you know, everyone just leave your phones, you know, somewhere else while you eat and uh, talk with your family and things like that. But, uh you know, uh, I just don't think it's going to uh, have dire consequences in society, as he's uh, saying there will be. I think uh, I don't think everyone's going to be spending their entire time eating eating food while being on their phone. I don't think. But my, my, I think when my sister becomes gets older and starts dating, she's going to be like, "Oh, hang on, family, that's like my boyfriend talking to me." Uh huh, uh huh. Just using my thumbs. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I just uh, stop using. Uh, put your thumbs down for a sec. That's and just relax talk to your family because you're not married to your boyfriend you're just you know you're like teenagers and you're too young to get married just talk to your family get to know them and get to you know find like find out something new about them maybe because so that you can figure out like what you could do for your future what you could do to find love in your life yeah well i just I, I just, uh, well, I've already said my piece, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also, there could be another side to it. Maybe you don't really get along with your family. Maybe your family kind of sees you as the black sheep of the group, and you're kind of, like, forced downstairs to be with them during dinner time. Uh, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe you don't have friends in real life, and maybe your online friends are the only people that you interact with. Mm. That could be another side to it. Yeah. It's just, you know, Facebook friends are not really your friends. There's like hundreds of thousands of people, like hundreds of people that you're friends with, but uh, more than, like maybe there's like 500 Facebook friends, only 450 you actually, you don't even communicate with. Right. Yeah. Just 450 out of the 500. Yeah. You don't communicate with. Um, this, um, uh, story, um, which Cartoon Network is doing, they're saying that, uh, you know, they've cancelled a lot of shows recently, they've, uh, got rid of a regular show, uh, they've got rid of a few other things as well, and, uh, but, uh, they seem to have now decided to go in this direction, which, uh, I don't know really, it's like, uh, I think we'll just, uh, we'll watch the preview and we'll just think about it, but this is a Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs TV series. Shall we all look at the trailer and see what we think of it? Sure. sure. Okay, sure. here we go. Plotting, planning, thinking, accepting the war for best inventor. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, and dad, I give you the Flint Lockwood garbage go bye bye. Or Flylogaga Bubba for short. I hate this already. Woo! Go Flagagabaga! No, it's Gagababa. Gabagaba! You know, it's just weird. Like, the I, I don't really... emphasis is a little off, though. I know, but I hear the buh. I don't hear the guh. Like a baby. Gagababa. Gaba. Gagababa. Do you notice everyone doesn't stop talking? Like me? There's like two peas in a pod. You better believe it, Dad! These peas are not fresh. God, it's Gizmo Duck. Wow! Did you see that? Everyone is going to want that. No one is going to want that. I want that. I don't know. It's uh, I don't like it personally, but uh, I don't know what else to think. You know, here's the thing. This TV series should have came out a long time ago, because. Really? When was the last time that we had Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? There was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, and that movie was that movie came out like what, like two, three, three years ago? Yeah, exactly, like a few years ago. Yeah. When when, when did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2? When was the last movie? I think it was like two or three years ago. Let two. me let me look it up really quick. I'm sure it was longer than that. I mean, let me just. Uh... 
I don't know why they didn't make it CGI, but I mean, they're doing the same thing with the. Uh, oh, wow, yeah, it came out September twenty seventh, twenty thirteen. So yeah, almost four years ago. Four years. Cool. Um, I mean, I guess maybe. I mean, I mean, I'm the guy who like you know uh, gets excited when you know teenage mutant. Ninja well, also on top of that, how hypocritical are we if we say you know it's like oh they're just you know uh, to, to bring this back when we're saying that you know we're happy that the jungle movie's finally coming out when hey Arnold's not been on the yes it's two thousand four, but. Uh, um, I think with um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, I mean, it wasn't, it, I mean, as far as I'm aware, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it's like, the first movie was, was good, like, I enjoyed it, but the second movie, I just can't remember anything of. Um, oh, yeah, the reason why was because the people who were involved with the first movie were off doing the Lego movie. So they got a whole bunch of different people to be involved with the second movie, and it definitely shows. Yeah. Why not just do a Lego C TV series? Or have they already done that already? I, or I've not heard about it. I mean, no, I, not yet. Well, not I feel be like Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs is, is still in the animation style of the spin-off Tangled series. Because you know that's like... Because originally, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was CGI, Tangled was CGI, and now they're just doing this like traditional, odd animation. It's uh, yeah, it's like you can tell it's you can tell on top of that. It's like it's just uh, you know the characters the characters don't shut up. Uh, the um, it doesn't it feels awkwardly paced. It's uh, you know the the characters you can't really get you know for at least from that clip you can't really get behind. It's like you know it's. Uh, you know, uh, you know, if someone out there likes it, then you know, good for you. But uh, I mean, for someone like myself, it's like it's not going to be something I'm going to be like wanting to, you know, catch up on from uh, time to time. And I know there's someone that's going to be out there that says, "Well, Aaron, it's not for you; it's for the kids." And it's like, but uh, I don't know. It's like, well, look at all the other kids' shows, and like, you know, they look brilliant. And like, look at Steven Universe, and look at uh, various other things what as well. It's like, I don't, I don't think you know. Uh, uh, now I could be wrong. They could be like, you know, the first episode could come out and it could be brilliant. You know, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally open to that. But at the moment, it's like, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the TV series, really isn't something I wouldn't, I, I would not have asked for. Especially when, you know, over the years, I've been, you know, had, um, you know, Dexter's Laboratory. We've had, uh, what, Johnny Test after that, you know, trying to, you know, trying to do the same thing with, you know, side characters. We've had um, various other shows where, you know, inventors have come in to, uh, you know, make stuff and then, things go awry and then you know uh chaos ensues so like you, you know, know it just, just shows that adults can relate to like, yeah it's just that's the, that's the whole problem with shows for to you know that are on today they don't have something that adults can relate to well samurai it's jack's coming out on now. adult swim so you know we've got we've got that at least so uh oh, so yeah, exactly. we got rick and morty yeah. season three down the down the line as well so uh that's uh that's got to be something. So, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of what Nickelodeon was doing like ten to fifteen years ago, in which if they if there was a movie that they produced, they would make a TV series off of it. You know, with Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, we had the Adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Yeah. With Barnyard, we had Back at the Barnyard. With you know all the DreamWorks movies like you know Madagascar and Kung Fu Panda and even Monsters vs. Uh, Monsters vs. Aliens had TV series. I've not seen that. I'll be totally straight with you. I think the thing is that they waited so long after the last movie was shown that people were kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a pass. It's prime. To me, it's exactly. like it, it's like it looks Attack like Attack of Juju came out. You know, back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. The, there hadn't been a new game in like three years, and that game was already really subpar and mediocre. And then you try to make a TV series off of it, thinking it was going to be a success, and nobody liked it. And even still yeah, to this day, nobody even remembers it. Yeah, and here's the thing as well. It's um, I mean, you've got um, this to me, Cloudy of the Chance of Meatballs, the TV series does sound like. Doesn't it sound like this? This was an idea. I mean, I agree with you, Patricia. I think this should have been an idea that I, that should have been done years ago. And that's what it sounds like. It sounds like this has been something that's been sat around for many years. And because you know, so many other cartoons have come out, like Adventure Time, like Steven Universe. Uh, they did that stupid, annoying orange show. They've done various other things that they decided. Well, you know, we'll push this back a little bit, and you know, eventually its day will come. And unfortunately, you know, that day is somewhat past. And when they've come to it now, it's like. Like, uh, I, I don't know if people are really going to care once it debuts. That's the one thing I'm sort of kind of worried about. And that's the reason they're trying to push it to the moon at the moment, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, this next story is strange, um, to say the least, but mind you, probably not surprising, given that, uh, Zimbabwe's history of politics. Uh, Zimbabwe- oh, Zimbabwe's 92-year-old President Robert Mugabe, uh, according to his current wife, uh, should run as a corpse in the next election if he dies. To me, that's the, you know, even Kim Il-sung of North Korea dictatorship even knew when to call it a day. It's like, you know, the fact that this guy is going to run as a, I mean, I don't know if they're actually going to literally do that or not, but, you know, this guy's 92 years old. He already looks frail living, he already looks like he's struggling to run the country living, let alone, uh, stay, you know, dead. So how's a dead man going to uh, run a country? Um, they'll, well, they'll, they'll do what they always do and change the probably change the rules, or you know they'll probably just flout the rules and let him do whatever he wants. You know, I tell you what, I lie. Uh, you know, I say about Kim Il Sung before. He actually is a ter- still president of the country. He's the eternal president, uh, quote unquote, of the uh, of North Korea. So uh, he wasn't ever replaced as president. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll probably ZANU PF will probably do the same thing. They'll probably make him eternal president and they'll just give the job to a. They'll just give someone else a lower title, so uh, maybe that's one thing they'll do. Yeah, that's what North Korea does anyway. They have Kim Il-sung, he's the president, and, well, Kim Il-sung wasn't exactly all that great, and neither is Robert Mugabe. Not all anyway. that great. He, he, both, he, 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 aren't they he, both, like, do things that are against human rights or something? Yeah, he did. You know, um, oh, I think uh, we just lost Josh. But um, here's the thing with, um, I mean, obviously Kim Il-sung was a tyrant. You know, no no doubt about that. And he lied about, you know, pretty much his whole existence in a way. And uh, it's, um, this is, you know, with North Korea as well, it's like, obviously it's a dynasty. So, uh, and, uh, you know, we've got uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un currently living this, uh, you know, while his people are, like, suffering across this entire country, he's living this playboy lifestyle outside in, uh, you know, in Pyongyang. Yang. And uh, it's uh, so you know North Korea is a despicable country, you know. So no, no doubt, no doubt about that. And it's been ran poorly since it's uh, you know since the uh, since the uh, the Korean War. But uh, you know this thing that's going on in Zimbabwe now, I can't help thinking probably uh, Robert Mugabe probably looked at the whole you know North Korean models and thought, you know, you know I'll probably you know die. They'll probably make me eternal president, and uh, you know I'll get my uh, my mausoleum, and uh, I'll be uh, you know I don't know. It's uh, that, that's the one thing I think that probably, uh, wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if they you know they mummify his corpse and uh, pl- prop him up like Lenin in uh, in uh, in Red Square. So uh, you know. Who, who, who knows? This, 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 you know, Robert Mugabe's lo- has, has lost the plot, you know, years and years and years and years ago, uh, you know, because he can't leave his grudge alone about, you know, white minority rule back in, uh, in the uh, the south uh, in South Africa. But uh, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, dam- it's a damning. Uh, indictment of the political situation in Zimbabwe that this guy just will not go away, uh, even when he's either alive or dead. So, I mean, and call me me, like call me a little rude, but his wife might have dementia by now just by saying, "Oh, he should run." Fast. Oh no, his his wife is. Uh, have you seen his wife? It's like let me let me show you what his wife looks like. Uh, give me one second. He, yeah, she looks like that could be his daughter. Like that's how young she looks. Seriously, seriously, that's a that. Yes. See, that, like a Woody that, Allen kind of politician the, or something. Yeah, the, Josh, that's his wife. No, that can't yes. be. She looks the no. same age as Michelle Obama. You oh know. my god. That could be like his daughter or even his granddaughter with how mm. young she is. Yeah, oh so she's, you know, god. like, uh, I don't who knows, maybe the woman in the background is his wife. I don't, I highly doubt that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. politicians that just go? <laughs> that's, uh, that's Robert Mugabe. And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, a ni- that's that 92 year old, you know, uh, jaded politician who can't let go of the past. Um, let's move... I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, Saudi Arabia is going to be hosting Comic-Con for the first time. And, uh, it's... I have absolutely no idea how they're going to pull this off. Because this, since it's been announced, um, the conservative side of 
Saudi Arabia. I mean, there's the, the Saudi Arabia is a super conservative country, a very you know run by a, a religious theocracy. It's uh, you know human rights abuses are you know left, right, and center, and this thing is going to run Comic Con. And I'm just, uh, and already on Twitter, like, uh, there's people who are, like, saying that, you know, this is, uh, people who are going to be attending this Comic-Con are apparently, quote-unquote, worshippers of the devil, hmm. according to them. Oh, oh boy. my. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... Does not surprise me at all. I mean, I'm, anyway, I'm kind of surprised that, I mean, I'm probably, I shouldn't be surprised that there's, you know, anime fans, but I'm surprised that they're, you know, even doing a Comic-Con considering cosplay and some of the outfits for like anime and manga and all that can be kind of a little risque even by american standards oh yeah definitely there is only uh, depending on what costume that you're wearing you know whether it's a video game that even has like a demon portrayed that's very very risque i i went to florida supercon last year and my mom was looking at a few people dressed up as um like some sailor moon characters and she was like really concerned about that she's saying like you know why are these people dressing so weird and you know if you were having a conservative country like saudi arabia who are not familiar with cosplay and anime and manga and you know superheroes and you know various pop culture movies like even ghostbusters or star wars they're going to be pretty shocked by this yeah. so what they're going to be there's a uh, saudi arabia con once it once it starts they're going to see all, you know, all these uh, religious nutcases are going to see all these people in costumes and all just going to be saying these are the faces of evil <laughs> <laughs> i even saw like on the article, there was even like a picture of someone has their cosplay put together for a character named Chiaki Nami, and that has like a short skirt, and I'm pretty sure that is completely against their standards. Oh, how many? It's like maybe a shirt like to their knees, but how many women are going to turn up? So, like, you know, I, 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 it would not surprise me in the slightest if it's exclusively male, because it's like you know you got to have uh, permission from your male guardian to actually go uh you can't dress up as uh, most of the i would say most of the anime characters uh you know in the in in, no, in the genre no, absolutely not. no who's Especially that if we're talking about who's that um, miyazaki character you know, who's like totally black uh you know like yeah and where's that mask i can't i can't remember who it is uh that miyazaki character is it miyazaki i don't oh, know you mean no face yeah no face are you talking about No Face? Yeah. I think, I think it's No Face. Everyone, seriously, all the women are going to have to go is No Face. She said, because of the... <laughs> it, you're going to turn up there and like everyone's... no. It's going to be like, uh, whatchamacallit, like uh, that Halloween where everyone dressed up as... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Harley Quinn. Like, you know, the new one, not the old one. And, uh, you know, it's oh. going to be like that where, um, you know, everyone, every, you turn up to Saudi Arabia Comic Con, everyone's No Face. Like, that's all... Because that's, that's all conservative Saudi Arabia will allow you to, to wear... It's like so. Uh, to be fair, though, there are some apparently some people who are uh, planning to. Uh, uh, one person is planning to, apparently to cosplay there as uh, uh, Chiani Nanami from uh, SDR Two. Chiaki Nanami. Chiaki Nanami. Okay, and so. Oh my gosh, I love Chiaki. Oh, cool, and uh, apparently, according to this thumbnail, apparently one person's uh, planning to go as uh, Captain America while wearing a you know uh, like one of those you know the the uh, headscarf. So, uh, okay then. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can get away with... Here's the thing, they probably might get away with, like, you don't know, just kind of like, uh, you know, wearing the colours of, uh, of, mm-hmm. of, of of superhero characters, maybe. Maybe that's one thing they probably might end up doing. But, yeah, I would not want to go to Saudi Arabia Comic Con. It will probably be the weirdest thing ever. You know? Here's the question. What kind of special guests will they have in this? Because one of the big things about a convention, besides people dressing up in costumes and all that stuff are the celebrity panels. Like, you know, for a lot of people, they go there to, to meet up with a certain celebrity or a comic book artist or a voice actor. So who would they convince to get to go all the way to Saudi Arabia for well, that? Well, soap operas are pretty popular in the Middle East, so maybe it'll probably just be a load of them. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, so probably that, it'll probably end up being soap opera people. 
maybe talking about how you know how much they like comic books but really you know it's like they've only just heard about the concept because you know so uh yeah i think uh i couldn't imagine i don't know actually that's a, that's a good question i mean um as far I, as i'm I aware in the in the preview they've not who... suggested that there's anybody who's gonna oh hang on a second uh lead actors from hit tv shows hannibal game of thrones and breaking bad uh apparently might be turning up so there's oh, wow moderating mm-hmm. a big panel so hey, maybe this might be. Oh, mind you, it's like you know, if if Saudi Arabia are going to be looking at this as a like a you know a possibility to get you know uh, foreign people overseas to come to uh, to uh, to to look at this, which isn't you know uh, the which isn't like the Hajj. It's like you know uh, maybe they're probably trying to expand out in that way, but you know unless they're going to become quite more liberal with uh, with themselves, which you know they're obviously not going to do. There's no incentive to do that. But uh, you know, unless they're gonna do that, like I can't see this take. I can see this only happening once and then never happening again. Yeah, uh, I think I remember watching Gabriel Iglesias' uh, stand-up skit about when he visited Saudi Arabia for the first time, and he had to go over to a completely different location, like like way past the city in a tent because it was against the rules to say you know, something comedic, and, you know, people could actually go to jail for that. And so he had to go all the way to, like, a tent in the middle of the desert so he can be able to do his stand-up skit. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if people in Saudi Arabia are incredibly conservative, you know, even with, like, the slightest hint of, like, something funny or comedic or satirical, I mean, especially with conventions. I've been to a few conventions in the past in which they've had um, you know, improv and stand-up and musical performances and maybe some of the music that will be in the Saudi Arabia Comic Con, maybe it'll be very controversial. I mean, who knows what, you know, who's going to be there to perform the music. So, yeah, this is, you know, pretty big. Yeah. Well, like, it's just, it's crazy that you can't uh, have a sense of humor at certain places. Like, by conservative, you mean, like, religious in a way? But, or just... By political beliefs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we're coming close to the end of the show, and uh, so we're going to finish off with this uh, one last thing. So uh, anyway, I'll show you what it. I'll show you what it is. Uh, give me one second. Peekaboo! This is. Oh no! Uh, this asshole. No. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. So. Um, if you've ever wondered what what ever happened to Jar Jar Binks in the Star Wars universe, uh, we're about to find out. And uh, warning, actually, before I say anything further, this actually contains a spoiler for Star Wars Aftermath uh, Empire's End. If you don't give a shit, then continue continue to listen. Um, so, basically what happens is that apparently the, uh, they are doing a... basically continuing on the series in novels. And part one this novel that uh, they're going to be talking about which is star wars aftermath uh goes towards uh, what happened to jar jar after uh, the um uh you know after uh, i think it was after episode three and i think it continues on from there and according to this um inclusion of the trilogy you're mostly set to between awakens empire's end contains plenty of rewards for long-term fans according to this um the one is an interlude set on the planet naboo a refugee boy named um oh wait hang on a second this isn't the uh the jar jar binks bit where is where's the jar jar binks bit i can't remember, trying to remember a little bit it lower is. down Arun. it's a bit lower down oh it's uh of course uh, the scene can be elaborate trolling uh meanwhile generations of oh is it sorry i'm gonna be too far down now this is why I should rehearse. Uh, mm-hmm. The clown. Oh, so uh, so basically, he um, he ends up being a clown, basically en- entertaining children, which you know is like uh, I kind of find hard to believe because it's like you know you look at someone like that and you think you know why would you let your children near that? <laughs> yeah, I actually read that article. So apparently, the it it actually starts off with a refugee boy, and you know they were there was like a whole bunch of refugee people who were kicked out of the planets after the empire took over Mm. and so you have this little boy wandering around in the streets and he sees jar jar performing like he as you know like circus performances and 
you know, he's really happy and all the kids that Jar Jar performs uh, the tricks to, they're really happy. And all of the adults are saying, stay away from him. Don't even mention his name. And the boy is wondering why. And he said, well, uh, Misa did a bad oopsie mistake. And uh, for those who wonder what mistake he's referring to, I'm sure if you guys rem remember from the prequels. So Jar Jar was put into power. And because of his decision, he allowed, um, you know, Palpatine to get into like a huge, you know, political um, rank. And because of that, he became emperor. And he was the one who led the resistance and yeah. everything that happened throughout the the later star wars movies with palpatine and the res you know the resistance failing and the jedi's pretty much being almost non -ex uh, non-existent is because of jar jar yeah oh goodness what, what what a way to destroy a character it's like you know he's yeah. like uh, you, uh, uh, say, <laughs> yeah i i admit that but he, like it's not um it's deserved shall, shall we all admit it's deserved it's like, you know, yeah, it's, uh, th this character was so, so horrendous that, uh, <laughs> you know, you couldn't, uh, you know, I've seen that, I don't know if you've seen that YouTube video where, like, uh, there was, like, they someone came up with an alternative ending of, like, killing him before, you know, uh, like, uh, after he got out of the, out of the river, you know, that whole thing, but, uh, um, it's just, it's, uh... Well, I mean, if they would have killed Jar Jar, you know, right before the whole incident happened, the, I mean, I would think that the galaxy would be a much better place. Yeah, I ah. think, I think we're all in agreement with that. But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think anyone's going to be shedding any tears over this. I don't think. No, I, I, because it's just, I don't know. I don't feel bad about Jar Jar one bit. He's just a goofy character. But also... A hateable, like you know, you know something. If uh, I would have well preferred that Jar Jar joined the Empire, to be quite honest yeah. with you, and then you know, if it led up to the, if it led up to, I don't know, Ray or you know, um, Kylo Ren slicing his head off, then you know, <laughs> great. What a what a what a what an awesome beginning to Episode Eight would it be if we saw Jar Jar just get slaughtered. <laughs> I don't think, he, you know, with his head chopped off, I don't think he'd die right away. I think he'd be looking for his head and then just fall right on the floor. I hey, know, I, don't, I remember that robot chicken skit in which when uh, Jar Jar was um, harassing Darth Vader. And oh, I remember that one. Darth Vader <laughs> got him through the... <laughs> oh, sparkly and glowy. Sparkly. Yeah, hey, honey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was still bothering him even after his death. He was like his ghost. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, uh, I remember that terribly. Yeah, I just oh, think... Well, man. His ghost is going to haunt us for the rest of our lives. Well, I, I'm really surprised. I said, actually, I'm really surprised that we're actually talking about Jar Jar Binks in 2017. Like, isn't he, isn't he just someone you want to forget about? He was like, yeah, yeah he was part of that time. And now he came back to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he was part of that time. Let's just let it go. It's like you know, it's uh, you know, uh, let's just um, let's move on from from him. He does not need to be referenced again. You know, it's like as far as we're concerned. I'm very yeah, happy with the fact that he's... I understand the the book is is it no, is it canon or not canon to the more recent movies? Well, I think it'll have to be canon because uh, isn't Disney producing this thing? I think. So yeah. uh, oh, the movie I meant by the books. Oh yeah, the books. Well, I'm assuming the books are written by. Uh, well, I'd imagine they would have to be, you know, have to be given the nod by Disney, or else they can't write them. So uh, uh, yeah, it used to be. However, there used to be like a ton of novels back then, in which there was like various Star Wars novels written, and a lot of them were like really interesting, like um, you know, like who Luke's son turned out to be and Leia and Han's son becoming like a Jedi or something. But yeah, those are like alternative universes. And when Disney bought the rights to Star Wars, a lot of those books and novels became non-canon. So I don't know if these newer books are canon to the movies. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think, uh, I think I want to go to bed now after this. George Jar Binks has put me in a really bad mood. So, uh, <laughs> I, think, I was hungry. I was yeah. hungry, and you know I'm gonna eat something, read, and then probably just catch some Z's. Yeah, I think you know. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I had only one hour of sleep last night, and I'm not gonna just skip any more of it. Yeah, I just yeah. think uh, I think that's gonna be the title of the show. Jar Jar Binks has ruined my day. 
I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's going to be the title of the show. You know what? I'm probably going to sleep at all because it's just gonna, that voice is going to be in my head. Mises is a Joshua. Mises, you're going to be so up all night. We're going to tell mm. some story. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Okay, I think, I think we're all talked out. Um, so anyway, um, what I'm going to do is, um, um, I'm going to uh, post this show up and, uh, f- by the way, I'll, I'm going to make this announcement now. I think given that, uh, the weekend, you know, ends up kind of us doing the show and then, uh, I don't know, I think mean, I'm going to try and work us up towards trying to possibly try and do it live, but, uh, I'm still on the fence about that because I would rather we just, uh, kind of do the show, we edit the show, we then put it out. So, uh, I'm still thinking about possibly doing just kind of doing that but if we do that i'm thinking now the show is going to come out mondays instead of uh, coming out on the weekend so uh, i think uh, so we do the show on the weekend we put it out monday and then uh, so everyone can download it and stuff so that's probably the direction we're probably going to go in i think just for the meantime because you know it might be end up being a saturday that we end up doing it or a sunday we end up doing it so uh, i think i just say to everybody just keep checking itunes you keep checking you know player fm keep checking stitcher you know it's uh, that's the best way you're going to find out when an episode comes out because you'll see it there uh once you uh, go see it and that and also keep an eye on facebook as well and tumblr and twitter as well so if you want to remind you of that it's facebook.com forward slash aaron meta show uh twitter.com forward slash aaron meta show to aaron meta dot com and uh also uh if you want to check out uh uh various other places also youtube.com forward slash aaron meta show but that's where the let's plays are not where the uh, actual shows actually take place actually I'm, I'm just wondering about that because uh now when i want to putting the shows on youtube i think we'll, i think we'll just uh leave it at that so uh Guys, pleasure as always. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you all uh, very soon. Take care and bye-bye for now.